What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. My name is Matt Hinston, the pastor of Plymouth Park Baptist Church in Irving, Texas, and I am joined by Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman of the replant team at the North American Mission Board, rocking his brand new batting practice cap for the 2023 World Series champions. That's right. The Arlington Rangers. How are you doing, my dude? Hey, man. Uh, I'm doing well. Um, if, if any of our listeners are baseball fans, spring training games start this week or started this week. And so that means that baseball is back, maybe. And um, could not be more excited because for the first time ever, as you mentioned, the Rangers are the defending World Series champions. Yeah. Y'all don't know what that's like. There's a lot of pressure. Enjoy third place. <laughs> But you know what else? What other time it is? What is that? It is almost time for the spring preview day at Texas Baptist College. And so wherever God calls you, TBC is committed to helping you get there. Attend preview day on March 22nd and see for yourself all that TBC has to offer. You'll get to visit the campus, meet current students, and explore what life at TBC is like. Signing up for Preview Day is completely free, so register now at texasbaptistcollege.com forward slash N-A-B. And if you go through with it and you graduate, you may just get an autograph from Dr. David Dockery on your diploma. Kyle, how are you doing? Man, we've already asked hey. that. This falls back. Yeah. You're doing well. You got a nice yeah. little hat yeah. on. Mine is in the mail. I've I obviously got the two-time World Series champions, the Houston Astros hat in the mail. Loving the little, you know, nod to the old tequila sunrise. Can we say tequila on the podcast? Sure. Called the uniform. Uh, We do not uh, condone drinking that because Kyle is an employee of the North American Mission Board. Anyway, moving on from there, Kyle, what are we going to talk about today? So anytime we talk about Deacon ministry, um, things can always go a little interesting, right? Because almost every pastor has some sort of a horror story of uh, something that has happened through a deacon ministry um, or a deacon meeting. Um, but earlier this week, Mark Dant posted a wonderful article at Lifeway Research called How Can Deacons Protect Pastors? And so um, not all deacons are out to get their pastor fired, right? Um, not all deacons are out to make uh, the pastor's life miserable. And, and in fact, a, a deacon ministry that's done well can actually be a protection and a buffer for the pastor. And uh, so, so Mark gave just some really simple tips, but really effective tips to ha- so that, to help deacons protect their pastors. Yeah, and and he kicked it off before he jumped into some of the ways. Uh, the deacons or elders, if if your church has those, uh, can can partner with and protect the pastor. Before he even dived into that or dove into that, uh, he points out the very first deacon assignment was a, quote, all-out widow war that threatened the future of the Jerusalem church. And so without those first deacons, that first local, local church would have split. The apostles would have eventually burned themselves out, Dr. Dan said. And uh, they were able to grow again. 
once those pastors were able to redevote themselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. And so pastors and deacons, and I love that he adds this, have been imperfectly serving side by side for two millennia for the glory of God and the advancement of his kingdom. That's the goal. Glory of God, advancement of his kingdom. And we as pastors are imperfect. Our deacon body, imperfect. That is a match made and imperfect. You know, I was going to say heaven, but you can't say imperfect heaven because that doesn't that exist. That doesn't work. So we'll no. just call that globe life field. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they, we realize that there's good, bad, and ugly. We all have horror stories. And we probably all have some glory days of, of times that we had a great deacon, somebody in our corner, all of that kind of stuff. And uh, and so let's consider some of these ways that your deacon can actually help you, not hurt you, how they can even protect you. So number one, and I love that he starts here, a deacon can protect you from your fans. Mm-hmm. Now we want, might want to think, you know, deacon's just there to deal with your critics and your foes and all the people that, you know, that just want to get under your craw, all of that kind of stuff. And he does delve into that, <laughs> but it's also helpful to have a deacon to protect you from your fans. And so let's talk about that, Kyle. Uh, what does he even mean by fans? Is this just the people that like your ministry, that appreciate you? What What is he talking about here? Yeah, so in in the crowds that followed Jesus, th- there were there were those who were probably asking more from Jesus than, than he could reasonably do. They, they wanted more of his time and attention than he could reasonably and responsibly give to them. Um, and, and that's kind of what fans do, right? They're going to pursue you. Um, they're going to they're gonna call you at times that it's not necessarily convenient. They're, they're going to want to take up a lot of your time. But the thing about fans, and, and Mark points this out, is that they're often fickle. Yeah. So they love you until they don't. And and really, there's no middle ground, right? And, and your fans will go from absolutely loving you to opposing you quickly as soon as they feel like their fandom is not um, is not being rewarded. You're not giving them enough, right? Yeah. Yep. Pastors don't need fans. We need friends, and local churches need their deacons to become faithful friends to their pastors. And uh, so, so yeah, friends, on the other hand, will protect pastors from their fickle fans, uh, Mark says. And so great word here. Number two, on the flip side of that coin, is a deacon can protect you from your critics. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so he shares a story there at the beginning of this part about some deacons from First Baptist Orlando came to Dr. Jim Henry's home to pray for him. They told him, anybody who comes after you has to come through us first. Henry later said, those guys kept the word. Deacons have had my back for over 50 years. All right. So church critics, right? The the typical person that we all have, the the pastor police, as Mark Dance calls, how, how do deacons help ward that off? Yeah, they, they help because oftentimes, you know, someone's gonna, if they have a problem with the pastor, they're not going to come to the pastor first of all, right? Wouldn't it be great if that's how it worked? If, if somebody who had any kind of an issue just like set up a meeting with you to talk about that? Um, unfortunately, that's not how it works oftentimes, right? 
Um, and so they're usually going to go to someone that they know has influence. And most churches, that would be a deacon. And if they go and feel like they can stir something up among the deacon body, eh, here's the reality. Some of your critics aren't critics because they don't like what you're doing. They're critics because they enjoy the drama. Sometimes that's the, that's the reality of it. Um, but if you have deacons who, you know, wash that quickly, and if it's a, if it's a legitimate concern, they should point that person to you, not, you know, have a secret meeting among the deacons and then come back to you later on. So if, if they will defend you in front of your critics, man, that is a, that's a buffer that will um, aid in ministry moving forward. All right. I got a confession to make. This number three, where it says a deacon can help protect you from demons. I scrolled real quickly. And and I saw where it said uh, the 40 events for pastors around the country and their number one prayer request was for their children. So I didn't see what came before that because I scrolled. And I was like, is, is Mark Dance really calling our demons, <laughs> our kids? Children oh, demons. So, that's not it. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, he says he knew this would get some attention. So demons are fallen angels who live to terrorize the church as well as those who lead there. Satan is the chief executive demon who strategically targeted pastors before the fires of Pentecost even died down. And uh, so he not only has you, pastor, in your crosshairs, Mark says, he also has your wife and kids in the crosshairs. So let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, so raise some eyebrows there with the uh, the demon thing. Kyle, what's he talking about? He's talking about the spiritual warfare that, that we face. Um, and. The, the fact that deacons can provide a buffer, not just against critics, but they can provide, provide a buffer of prayer. Um, and so that is praying for you before each worship service and, or, or whenever is most convenient for them. And it, then he even says, encourages pastors to selectively recruit one or two intercessors on a rotation. Um, and that they will spend time in prayer um, really throughout the week for the pastor for the church to protect them from, um, not, not protect them from spiritual attacks, because we, we know those things come, but protect them from the influence of those spiritual attacks, I would think. All right. And finally, and perhaps even most importantly, number four, a deacon can help protect you from your yeah, uh, I, I love that this says that the pastor in the mirror is much more dangerous than any fan, critic, or even the devil. We mm. need to surround ourselves with trusted leaders who love us enough to protect us from ourselves. So this is ultimately about accountability here. And yep. uh, so Kyle, talk about that for a minute. Yeah, you look, th this is not just talking about the, the temptation to sin, although that's real. And, and you need uh, people in your life to whom you are accountable for those kind of things that, that you can share struggles with. Um, but also, you need protection from your own dumb idea that you might think is brilliant. And, and having some accountability built into your church leadership will help protect you from making, you know, uh, unintended but, but dumb mistakes. And also, um, that can help you to avoid dropping the ball on some stuff. Um, because here's the thing, if you have, if you're in a smaller church and you have a group of four or five, maybe even eight or nine deacons, they're probably gonna know about things that are going on in the life of your people's 
in, in the lives of your people that you're not going to find out about. And they can share those things with you, which will help you minister better and, and hold you accountable to shepherd well the flock um, that, that God has entrusted to you. Yep. All right. So in Mark's experience, he pastoring churches for three decades, he sensed that his deacons felt a sense in privilege uh, to protect their pastor. And uh, that ultimately helped him fulfill his calling and allowed them to fulfill their own. So Kyle, appreciate you. And uh, sorry, you don't really kind of have a deacon, you know, anymore in your corner because you're kind of doing your own thing, wearing your Texas Rangers hat and whatever, traveling the globe, talking about International Harvester. Uh, Anyway, Kyle, appreciate you. And uh, if you are a deacon listening to this, uh, encourage your pastor. Be in his corner, root for him, cheer for him, keep him accountable, encourage him, all of that, uh, because you can protect him from his fans, his critics, demons, and himself. Have a great day, and may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as a gospel, we declare. What's wrong with you people?